have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing the remaining episodes of The Ultimatum. So there's nothing to talk about on the top of the episode. There will be a little bit of a hot goss at the end of the uh, last episode, the episode 10 um, that maybe you do not know yet. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, but that will be at the end of the episode. So we're going to just be jumping right in to this season two, episode eight, time to answer the ultimatum. So we are here with James and, um, with his mother he didn't think that, you know, or he says anyways, that she didn't think he, she could sacrifice her family in order for him to move to be able to make more money. So we find out here that apparently he has had job offers out of state and she didn't want to move because she didn't want to sacrifice her family relationships um, in order for him to be able to make better money. His mom isn't happy about this. She's very frustrated by it um, because I think for her, money is very much a driving force, which I'm on the fence with this situation. I think for me, if you, if your family relationships are that fragile that you can't move to a different state, so that he can have a better job is also very telling. Yes, it would be very different. I do get that. But you should be able to do that if that's what he wants. And that is, if that is what you want. Um, your family is going to be there. You can visit them. And I don't know. But then on the other hand, 
why should she have to move um, so he can have a better job? Why can't he find a better job closer to home? So there's, you know, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with it. He says that, you know, maybe that isn't how he wants to live long term. You know, maybe he does want to stay where he's at and the money isn't the most important part. Um, and again, as I mentioned already, it does seem that money was important to his mother um, more than it is for him. Because again, we, as we find out, like, he constantly said his mom wasn't there after his father was passing because she was a long haul truck driver and she wasn't always there. Um, he says that he wants to be close with family and, um, he doesn't have an answer yet in terms of whether or not he will propose. His mom says, you know, seven years is a long time to not be engaged. They're 23 and 24. Okay. Although I understand the seven years aspect of things, they're still so young. Um, but she says, you know, there is more swinging deck out there. Maybe she can get it elsewhere. I kind of liked his mom after that, <laughs> but I mean, she's all wrong. There's always something. Anyway, so now we're with Raya, um, and Trey, and she tells him that she doesn't hold anything against him. Um, he wants to focus on them starting a family. She feels like she is just not good enough. She feels like she has to hurry up and figure out her life because he, you know, he's ready. And he does take ownership on that, which is good to see. Um... He gets that he will sometimes skip steps. Um, and that for her feels like a rush. And uh, yeah, I you can't skip steps. You have to go through it all. You know, there is no rush. You know, if you're in a good spot or in your relationship, enjoy it. There is no rush. That's just my view of things. Like I would never issue an ultimatum because I'm happy personally. Even if, you know, you know, <laughs> communication is so important. I think that is the running theme among all of these couples is they don't communicate. And that is why you're here issuing an ultimatum. So now we're with Roxanne and Antonio. And they're meeting up with her parents. Her dad says, you don't have to have all the answers right now. Deal with the big things, obviously. Her dad says, Alex is a good guy. But what is the difference? The job aspect is the difference. And she admits here that she didn't love the guys who are financially stable. But she loves him and he isn't financially stable. That says Antonio is doing what he needs to please Roxanne. But then he says, what are you doing for him? Thank you. 
someone needed to say it because it's always about what Antonio does. But Antonio is very good about not saying what she needs to do to the same extent that she does. But even in this moment when her father calls her out and says, what are you doing? She still can't like say, you know, really say what she needs to do. Her mom says, you know, money comes and it goes. Absolutely. But she says love is hard to find. Real love, true love is hard to find. But I don't think Roxanne's mind is wired that way. That's that's the thing. Um, and I believe it was her mother who said this. You're just making this harder than it really needs to be. And I also agree with that. But I think, again, it goes based on the fact that her brain is wired very differently. So Alex's parents are here. Alex has been better with words of affirmation since his conversation with Kat. His mom says that Roxanne says that Kat didn't challenge him enough. And mom thinks that he does need someone that challenges him. Yeah, sure. But um, is that a reason to end a relationship because he's not being challenged enough? play world. Shit. <laughs> so now it's the final night of the trial marriages. James wants to live together, but she wants to wait on that. She feels that if they were to live together, marriage wouldn't happen. I don't agree with her here. I, I just don't agree. Um, but anyway, that's me. He admits that he procrastinated but she is not hearing him or is maybe not choosing to. So here we go. They're disagreeing. Raya and Trey. Raya doesn't know how it would work if they were long distance. So we're on the conversation of living in Atlanta. She's adamant that she wants to live in Atlanta. Now I understand why she's adamant. She says that he, if he wanted to move, she would do that in a heartbeat. So why won't he do it for her? I get it. I'm, I'm 100% on her side now. Now knowing that it was because of school. Um, so I, I, I totally get that. Um, she feels that her and Trey are missing the we in the relationship. So now the trial marriages are over and it's decision day now. Uh, or no, sorry. Decision day is going to be the next day. Um, so we kind of see everybody packing up and well, the men packing up and leaving. Um, so now it's the ultimatum day. So Ryan and Trey there first. Raya is going to be making this decision with her head and not her heart. Thank you. Because I'm so sick and tired of hearing people say, you shouldn't use your head. You should use your heart. No, 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 no. Your heart will lie to you. <laughs> um, And uh, they're at the place now. They are in front of each other and he says that he loves her. And, uh, that's where episode eight ends.
So we're going to take a little break here. And when we come back, we're going to be jumping into episode nine, which I want to tell you right now, it's going to be very, very short and to the point. Um, but yeah, when we come back, we'll jump into that episode. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P, .ca and use our unique coupon code REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. And we're back. So we're going to be jumping into episode 9, titled Ultimatum Day. So we're back with Trey and Raya. And he wants to go through everything with her. He wants to spend the rest of his life with her. And then he gets down on that knee and she says, I wanted to be ready to marry you. She doesn't want to go through any ups and downs with anyone else. So yes, she says yes to marrying him. She says it feels good to be engaged. They will plan a wedding after she goes to Atlanta and goes to school. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's one for one so far. Let's go into couple number two, Ryan and James. So they both get there. And of course they see each other and here we go. She has been waiting for this commitment from him for so long you're 23 but anyways let's continue um he says he loves her but he can't say he is in a place to start a life with her he thinks he wouldn't want to handle these problems with anyone else so here he gets down on me and he asks her to marry him, and she says yes. And I do notice here that he was wearing a ring on his left finger. I don't know. Maybe it's nothing related, but it's left hand, by the way. I don't know. But anyway, that's it. That's it for them. That's two for two. So let's go to the next couple. Cat and Alex. He says that he got sick with the weight of this decision the night before. 
I don't know if I believe him. It's really hard for me to believe him when we kind of find out like he lies a lot. So I, I don't, I don't know if I believe him. Um, anyway, they are on the way to where they're going. They both get there and of course they see each other and here we go. He does get someone who can challenge him and he keeps saying like, we keep hearing like she doesn't challenge him. She doesn't challenge him. And I actually wrote down here, I said, but isn't this a challenge she initiated? Isn't this like the ultimate challenge personally? I was, you know, am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back to him. I did also note here that he really does lack the emotion in his speech here. I don't know if that's just him. I don't know, but I don't know. I do think that he was probably just very nervous. So maybe that's part of the problem. Anyway, he says that he wants to go through life with her. So he gets down on a knee and he asks her to marry him. And she says, yes. So yeah, now we are three for three. Now let's move on to the next couple. Roxanne and Antonio, they're on their way. And he says, it's exhausting to be the only person who has changes that they need to make. I agree. I'm exhausted for him. But they get there and they see each other. And he brought a note. <laughs> he wrote a note. And she also has a note. And she is nervous um, that she, I'm sorry, so she says that she was so nervous that she made an origami. <laughs> he says, I didn't know you know how to do that. And she says, I didn't. <laughs> I watched a video. Anyway, she wants him to be happy. And he pulls out a ring and he gets down on a knee. And asked her to marry him. She says, you know, I'm fucking terrified. But she nods yes. Like, <laughs> she's so sad. I felt like when she nodded yes. But then she does end up actually verbally saying yes. Um, this was probably one of the most awkward engagements that I've ever seen, um, of this iteration of the queer love iteration. And y'all, we saw like, I can't remember their names now, it's been so long now, but, um, Ozzy and the one she was with, Sarah, that was awkward. <laughs> and I said, she, sorry, that's incorrect. That's not her done not their gender. So, um, but yeah, I, I, it was awkward. Um, anyway, she says she's overwhelmed, but in the interview afterwards, she does look happy. So I don't know, but that's four for four. All of the couples have left engaged and, uh, I guess we'll find out who's still engaged after all of this. So we're going to take a little break here. And when we come back, we're going to jump into the final episode. 
of the season. So we're back and we're going to jump right into the final episode. Episode 10, The Reunion. I wrote here in the very beginning, Nick, don't ask a single fucking person whether or not there's going to be a surprise pregnancy. Now, I do understand that the reason that this was brought up was because from the previous season, we did have a surprise pregnancy, but with all of the fucking heat that your wife got from the previous um, Love is Blind season, season four, don't fucking ask. Just don't fucking do it. You're better off just don't, 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 don't do it. Anyway. So we did, I did kind of write my notes, my, my thoughts here as well. In the very beginning, I said, is Lisa Bride here? Um, because <laughs> we do see an empty couch. And we find out that the cast didn't even believe she was actually pregnant. I feel validated because <laughs> I didn't either. But Lisa and Brian are here and they had a beautiful baby boy. He's seven weeks old. He's so precious. Um, they say they're still together, although not engaged. He says here that he doesn't understand how the cast, why the cast reacted the way that they did. Were you on the same show, sir? The reason that they act, they, they felt that way was because of Lisa's reaction to you talking to Raya. That's why. <laughs> what? Roxanne was actually, there was a clip of Roxanne. She was very vocal about the fact of whether or not Lisa was lying. So Roxanne does apologize for her reaction. They accept it. It's fine. So apparently we find out here, this was probably the only part that was actually really good, in my opinion, of the reunion. We find out here that Lisa worked at a Hooters and I said, pot cow. Are you kidding? <laughs> but at the same fucking time, Lisa is confused, okay? Because she says, I don't regret anything I said. What? And that she said that she didn't base her opinions on Raya's job. You called her a Hooters bitch. How was that not basing it on her job? It's not like you called her a whore or a slut or a bitch or anything like that. You called her Hooters bitch. That's basing it on her job. You also were a Hooters bitch if we're going to use your verbiage. I'm so confused. Um, Lisa says that, you know, she still feels like she didn't love Trey. And Antonio, I loved this, calls her out and says... Basically, that's rude. And how do you know? <laughs> Everyone, he says, has a front runner or had a front runner, including you, which clearly was probably Trey. Um, then she says that she was probably hormonal. Um, and that's probably why she acted the way she did. It also drove her to take the pregnancy test. Um, and she says, like, that's not necessarily an excuse. So then I'm like, okay, 
now you're starting to backpedal here and I'm very confused because one minute you said that you have no regrets, no regrets for your actions. Yet now you're saying I was probably hormonal. That's not an excuse though for the way I acted. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Brian says that he does see marriage in the future, but just not yet. What more do you need? Y'all have a child. (laughs) I don't get it. Anyway, Nick and Vanessa have gifts and they are the second couple to get a silver goblet sippy cup. And they also gifted them a silver pacifier. Alrighty. So Nick and Vanessa actually say here to kind of say, listen, Hooters doesn't have to be this thing that has to have this cloud over it. Because they say that their first date was at a Hooters. Yeah. Anyway, then after that, they play the newlywed game. I'm not going to be going through that whatsoever. So I know I'm not doing it. So moving on. Antonio says she barely said yes. They are both entrepreneurs now. He has his own business. We'll get to it in a little bit. She says that she wants to be on equal footing with him. Um, so yeah, he is now the owner of a car wash. And I was very confused here as to what he's going to be doing, but he's going to be like changing on to something else dealing with cars. And he's hoping like from that, he'll be able to grow it. Whatever. Good for him. She says how she doesn't have room in her life as it is for marriage. That's fucking telling. She does find it weird to wear a ring if he doesn't. So she's not wearing her ring. And she says it feels possessive. Okay. There's an easy fix. I don't agree with her views on the ring. I do understand her views on the ring. I don't agree with it though. Um, Cause I would wear my ring with pride. You know, I wore my wedding ring with pride um, when I was married. If I was engaged today, I would wear that shit with pride as well. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily feel possessive, possessed or whatever, um, by him. I feel loved, you know, I would feel loved by him. So I don't agree with her views, but I do understand her views. And if that is how you feel, like I said, it's an easy fix, which is brought up by another couple, I can't remember who it was, where, buy him a ring so that he can wear one as well. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. There doesn't have to be, this doesn't have to be a thing. But this is why I said in the previous episode, I I think it was episode seven, that she says like, or he says like, it's always going to be something, right? Here is that something. There's always going to be something with her that has to be this boundary until there's nothing left. So what's going to happen to them when there is nothing left? He now has a job. He's now an entrepreneur. You buy him the ring. What do you have left? I feel like she's fucking with him. 
And, and again, this isn't because I don't like, I like her. I actually like Roxanne as a person. She is very blunt and I love it. But I feel like she's fucking with him. Um, so Alex says that he feels that it is a choice to not wear this ring. Roxanne says, as boyfriend and girlfriend, and she is saying the quiet part out loud here, that she, if they got into an argument, she would just leave. But now she is engaged. So it's not as easy. Nick and Vanessa, to stir the pot, basically say, as we know, he is ordained. We've heard this plenty of times now. And he says, yeah, I can legally marry you in the state of California. Would you get married now if you if I said I'd marry you right now? Obviously, Antonio would. And she says, absolutely fucking not. Are we surprised? I'm not. So now we're with Kat and Alex. And they do have a date for their wedding. That's crazy. Um, and they say it's going to be in about eight months. That's, I'm surprised. <laughs> he seems to be more ready for everything than she even is. Um, and uh, Bo and Alex do differently. He says his conversation with Antonio, he would definitely do very differently. Roxanne does call bullshit, though, on this. I don't know. She says her opinion of him has not changed. I, I don't know. I'm on the fence with him now. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so then we get a never-before-seen um, here, which was between Roxanne and Kat. And Roxanne basically told Kat that he isn't genuine Alex. And Kat didn't feel this was good in the moment, a uh, good intent on Roxanne's part. So she basically dropped the conversation. So then back to the studio, Roxanne says that this was good intention. Um, but both Kat and Alex think that they, it, it wasn't a good, good intention. Kat thinks it made them look bad. And I said, no, it made him look bad. Not you, but they're a unit. So sure. Um, Kat said that Roxanne was gaslighting her and I, what? Roxanne never gaslit her. That's not the definition of gaslighting. Okay. But sure, because you have an opinion when she says that's not how it was, is not gaslighting. Anyway, Roxanne does say it felt like he, she was agreeing with her in the moment. Um, and she says, I apologize for agreeing. I tend to do that. I'm working on it. <laughs> Anyway, Roxanne doesn't think that it's a true apology, and it probably isn't. So now we're with Raya and Trey. We're moving on to them. And they're planning to have a destination wedding in 2025, which is not far away. Um, it's just a little far away, depending on when they get married. Um, 
Ryan was surprised that they got married, that they got engaged, sorry. Raya felt that they downplayed, or sorry, I should say that Trey downplayed his feelings for Ryan. I'm watching it back. Ryan and Trey have not talked to each other at all. And Raya says, listen, if you see a picture, because I think, again, Ryan felt like she wanted to talk to him, but felt that maybe it wouldn't be appropriate. She didn't know how Raya would feel. So Raya says, listen, if you see a picture on Instagram and you feel like commenting on it, that's fine. You can do that. In terms of text messaging though, that's not needed. You don't need to text him. And I said, lay the boundary. I 100% agree. You don't need to text him, my man. Um, when it comes to kids, she felt that maybe her not wanting to have kids was more of a defense mechanism because of the miscarriage that she experienced. Again, I don't even blame her. How I feel like, God forbid, if I had to go through something like that, which I pray and I will never have to, that you would be just so scared to go through a pregnancy, not knowing like, when is it going to happen? When is that shoe going to drop? So I, I definitely understand her here. Um, so, and I'm happy that she's starting to realize that she really does want to have children and that she was just really trying to protect herself. So she says that she does want to have kids in the future. Um, so now moving on to James and Ryan. They're getting married in September. They're getting married at the end of the month. Good for them. Um, they do live together with her family. And we have a never-before-seen footage again where it's called James After Dark. And uh, we learn about something called a sounding rod, which a trigger warning for men. Just, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Apparently, this is like a rod that goes inside of the penis hole. Cat's the one that actually tells us what this is. Because um, James couldn't <laughs> couldn't get it out. Um, but anyway, that is the end of the episode. That is the end of the season. So the spoiler, not only spoiler, but the hot goss that has come out, which actually is on behalf of Ava, apparently Raya and Trey are expecting. Congratulations. I'm so happy for them. I hope them all the best. And I hope for her to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby at the end of those nine months. But that's it. That is the end of the episode. So if you like what you heard, please follow Reality Tea Times 2 on any of your favorite podcast apps so that you don't miss a single episode. Please make sure you also share the podcast with everyone in your life. You can also rate and review us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by following us on either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at Reality Tea Times 2. 
You can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes, as well as get links to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages. And that is at realitytimes2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.